Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. For anyone that came and was like, I'm here to replace dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my M.O. <laughs> Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yeah, you are. No matter topic, what class you are, whether you're a wizard, a rogue, a mermaid, yeah. or whatever you want, anything. or a pixie. Yeah. Today's topic is going to take us down a journey to find the Phoenix Stone, to reconnect with some family, mm-hmm. and maybe have a choice encounter or two towards <laughs> the end. Ooh. And today's marquee, marquee title, Onward. <gasps> onward. And so we will go onward into this episode. Infinity and beyondward. Yeah. Oh, for onward. Oh, wow. Um, before we get into this latest installment of uh, by Pixar Studios, we are going to be introducing ourselves, including myself. Why am I talking like this? <laughs> I don't know. But my <laughs> name. <laughs> but my name is Tom. <laughs> Ollie. I'm Caitlin. I'm Corey. And the fellow speaking now is Josh. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you in part by. The members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member oh. of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun stuff, fun perks like a Discord server where uh, you can talk with fellow fans, you can talk with us hosts, you can talk with everybody there. It's a lot of fun from gardening to video games. Spells there's, to cast, swords that you like to battle with. Yeah, it's so much good stuff. Uh, there is discounts, there are bonus episodes, there's a lot of stuff, but check it out, nerdon.io backslash Patreon. And... Being a member of the Neuron Nation, it does allow us to grow. It allows us to upgrade and be the best that we can be. This episode is also brought to you in part by our partnership with Apogee and Odyssey. Odyssey headphones, they're so yummy. They sound so good in our ears. I do suggest that everybody check them out. They are wonderful. Sounds like a movie theater inside of each ear. Wow. Inside of what? Each ear. Oh, each year. I heard each year and I was like, no. yeah, oh, please. Inside of each year. Wow. Vinny, Vinny, each year. I heard each year. Didn't you read year. that spec on the box? Each yeah. year. Theater on each year. Each year. Each yeah. And year. also, if you have baby, you know, uh, tendencies with your ears and head and you yes. co- complain about all the headphones you wear, you might like this. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't say, say for example, Ali. I don't know who that would be. Oh, wow. What the why? Throw them under the bus. What's wrong? <laughs> uh, also, uh, Apogee, they are amazing. We recently partnered with them. They, we use their interface, the Element 88. It is yeah. wonderful, wonderful sound. And we recently, last week, this last weekend, March 7th, we had our first live show at Apogee Studio in Santa Monica. And it was a Sweet wonderful, did. that those peeps over there, they were so supportive and incredible through the entire experience. Yeah. The, 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 the studio was awesome. The, the energy was there. You could try out the hype mic, which is the ultimate, ultimate podcasting, podcasting microphone. microphone. Check, check out the live version of the video. It is on YouTube. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's it. That is the housekeeping. Onward. Wow. So um, that would bring us to our first. I don't know why I always wow. want to start with Trisha Takanawa. I was about to um, say. Is that what that oh, is? you almost this... sounded like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Leach from like the... Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, those or, are about uh, the same. Miss Swan. I know something about yeah. everything. <laughs> no. uh, um, but anyway, so uh, that is brings us to our first uh, segment. If you're brand new to Nerd on Welcome. And uh, so this is a film, one whole film. And since it is technically a completed piece of work, uh, that brings us to 
Guess that grump. Dad's dead. Half your dead dad. Half. Just half. Spoilers. And so, like I was saying, if you're brand new, at the end of this show, we're going to rate it from one out of five. I always say one out of five when I mean to say zero out of five because of Ollie. And no matter how high the number is, the lowest number in the group becomes the grump for the week. And we encourage everyone to play along. And Corey has something to say if you are part of our Nerd on Nation. Ah, yes. If you're part of the Nerd on Nation, you get to take part in a poll to guess that grump. If you get it right, you get a shout on the show, all that kind of stuff. Shadow show? Shadow show. show. If I can speak Shadow correctly. Shadow realm show. Uh, so we'll get into that, uh, the last bit of guessing here. But who wants to start us off? Uh, me. Oh, Tom. Tom. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess that the person with the lowest rating out of 0 out of 5 will be... Uh, uh, maybe not Caitlin, but has to probably maybe be... Uh, Corey, uh, Josh. Wow. <laughs> you were so minute. eager to go it first. <laughs> well, you went... G- and then you explain. <laughs> so eager to go first and get um, who did nothing. he even well, okay. say? I'm Josh. I mean, Josh. Out. I right. mean, Josh has actually his, his, he's grown stronger in his like <laughs> abilities to critique and you know you know find qualms with things, even if he purely loves it. So huh. I was like, you know what, yeah. so Josh, who you got then? Who's your money on? Um, I think because he hates Disney, I'm gonna choose Tom. Okay, this one's actually really hard because I've heard conversations in passing. You heard uh, me talking from, about from it. Every, no, I've heard yeah. everybody say a little something, yeah. something. So I'm like, who didn't like it? Mm. Or who Ollie? liked it? Well, we don't typically spend a whole day together after That's yeah. true. watching it. Too. And the it's thing is, true. it's not who hates it. It's who liked it the least. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, who you got? For me, I'm going to go with... This is tough. This yeah. is a really tough one. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Caitlin. Ooh. Okay, uh, Ollie and I actually had a small <laughs> conversation a little bit about it, so that's why he's like, it's tough. I know exactly why. Oh, okay. Caitlin, who you got? Mm. I'm going to spite pick Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Mine and then she wasn't. Her fist. <laughs> activated her trap. <laughs> so I'm going to go. Mine with- wasn't an attack. <laughs> <laughs> mine is. <laughs> uh, mine is Tom. And the Nerd on Nation unanimous, unanimously chose Tom as well. <sighs> Okay. So well, there okay. you go. There's that vote there. Huh. So we have. Uh, you know, you, sometimes you never felt so seen, but also you never <laughs> felt so attacked at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no votes for me. Uh, so. <laughs> and how do you feel about that? Tom? <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, some of the w- t- most terrible, worst people in the world are always remembered. So anyway, <laughs> that means uh, I will be going first with my rating at the end of the show, and then Josh, Ali, and Caitlin can duke it out for whoever's <laughs> second, third, and fourth, and then Tom will be our bitter last. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Stick around to the end of the show to see if you get a shout-out or not. I guess if they don't get it right, nobody gets a shout-out because they all <laughs> voted for Tom. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. Oh, so for that, I could just spite everybody. Yeah, you could spite everybody. Five wow. for me. <laughs> uh, so that's that not- leads us to-, to the spoilers of that Completely with the initial reactions Half-life. or first impressions. If you're, I will go first. Yes. Ooh. So, so. fuck. Uh, immediately, I'm like, damn it, I picked wrong. <laughs> so, leading up to this movie, I will be perfectly honest. I had no, I wasn't excited, oh, and I wasn't not excited. Uh, not excited. I was just kind of middle of the road. Uh, neutral, honestly, some might say. I would say neutral, maybe. 
Um, and because the, the, there was a part of me that was like, man, I feel like I just saw a Pixar movie. And it was like, oh, okay, there's another Pixar movie. It's Disney animated. Yeah. Um, no Disney. songs. Yeah. Um, I walked out going, that was fantastic. Fuck me. I had, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> me. I had a wonderful time through the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, there was, mm-hmm. it was such a fun experience. It, it hit a lot of really wonderful things for me that it made me cry a few times. There were like, it was such a great film for me. It was a great experience. Both Bonnie and I walked out going, wow, I didn't expect that. Film Paddington 2 all over again. This film was made for you. (laughs) No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Nothing close to Paddington (laughs) 2. Retroactively gets real mad for one second. Uh, For me, it it was the uh, same thing. Like I, from the trailers, I really liked the look of like the, the idea of the like mushroom houses and kind of stuff like that, the aesthetics Mm -hmm. of it all. But I wasn't sure how I, how I felt about the story or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But it, it kind of had elements of everything that I love about things. So first of all, I fucking love wizards. So Mm -hmm. to start off with the lead character becoming a real wizard was pretty exciting. It's got board games, which I also absolutely love. Yeah. uh, As like the centerpiece of it all. Uh, You have dad issues, which I'm a sucker for. Um, So it kind of hit all the the marks for me. And there's a character named Corey in it who spells it C-O-R-E-Y, which is really important to me. (laughs) Uh, So... Uh, yeah, I, uh, my wife and I went to, to see this, um, and I know she, she's one of those people who, if she's not like a four or six on the emotional scale, she's crying, right? Mm. So if she's three or below or uh, sad or happy, either way she'll cry. Uh, and I think she cried through like most of this film. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, so I, I, I walked out very, very, uh, surprised and delighted. Mm. Wow. Nice. nice. That's why I didn't pick you. Uh, for myself, uh, you know, the Nerd on Nation shout out, they do have a little bit of a, you know, a finger on the pulse. Um, I was very actually super unenthusiastic to watch this film. To go oh. in. Um, because, I don't know, there, it's just a weird thing in time, like Sonic and like other like child film or, you know, family uh, cent- uh, centralized films. Um, a really big hit and miss for me because I feel like you either lean too hard on the children's stuff or you lean too hard on like all the adult jokes. Um, and then with Pixar specifically, the thing I've always admired and loved about Pixar is that they do have story at a really great place. Um, but the one thing I think I really wanted when I was watching this, I was thinking about it. And I was like, I was thinking about like, when did Pixar start doing like life-size things? And I was like, a lot of Pixar was kind of like founded upon like the minutia stuff. And then other than like Incredibles and then uh, Monster, uh, Monsters, Inc. with Brad Bird and all that stuff. And, you know, that kind of thing. I was kind of like, man, I kind of want, like, because I think about Inside Out. And I think about Bugs Life. And I think about those like few small ones, Wally, um, Small little things. And this is like now humanoid. So I was like a little bit of, like, this is a new genre, a new era of Pixar. So like um, going into the film, watching it Do you mean the out, scope of the story or the actual? The scope of the world. The world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, because like Up was pretty big. Yeah, Up was like a, again a, lot, a a bigger one, but I was kind of like, man, I remember when they were like focusing on small things, like bugs and toys and, and things fish like and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I was like, well, I wonder what the life would be like to be that thing. Yeah. Right? Um, where like onward in the premise is very much like imagine a world where if, and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but leaving the theater, um, there's so many wonderful, great themes um, that the film touches upon 
that I think, and I said this to Ali, I was like, I think this film has more heart than a lot of the Disney animated and Pixar films have come out. Like, and that's a really hard, harsh, uh, like, thing to say. Because all, you could say all of them have, like, a really big heart and stuff. Some of them I feel like were more about society, and some of them were more about the personal struggle. Um, and some of them make claims about what we do with our emotions. But this film, I felt like, was just talking about one character's struggle. And I really, really liked that. Um, I did feel that when walking out that, like, I don't know. I feel like the attention that was put on Toy Story 4 is, like, a thousand times higher than those put onto Onward in terms of just art style. Hmm. Uh, I, uh, I think the art yeah. style was great, and I think animation's cool, but, like, I, there's something I was like, why did they make almost photorealism for some other things versus this? Like, I know they have the capacity to do that, so I was, like, very interested to see, like, I wonder what happened, but, like, seeing the work that the director and writer worked on, I was, like, I was highly impressed. So, oh. um, I walked out pretty, um, not here nor there. Oh. Wow, okay. Mm. <laughs> In a good way. Oh. In a good way. I... <laughs> I know. He's like talking it up, talking it up. My brain computer's Middle trying to go. Yeah. What could that mean? So yeah. like a coin that lands just on the on ridges. The you flip it and it goes. It's the totem uh -huh. that keeps spinning. Yeah. Okay. The dream goes onward. Uh, yeah. So when I, um, so going into Onward, I was was kind of looking forward to it just because I, I, I dug the premise. Um, but I, I same, I was kind of lukewarm. And I was wondering like why I was luke, lukewarm and their marketing I and mean, we'll talk about this more, I guess we can talk about this more in qualms yeah. since we kind of, I think we saw kind of the same, we got the same kind of feel. Yeah. Um, but man, like I'll put it this way. Like I got, I, I told you, I got a Coke Zero like for myself. Oh yeah, you told me that. I told you. Yeah. And oh, you told Corey for everyone that's listening. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick it up at all once. I, like I was so engrossed in this movie. Like this had everything that I wanted this movie to have. Um, it didn't, I read a lot of weird reviews that they had issues with pacing. I didn't feel any of that. Maybe it's just because I, I was eating everything up. I, I know um, what they're trying to say with that. Uh, great. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I want to, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about it. Shut up, Tom. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, sir. Because uh, I actually, I am super curious because I could not piece it together, like, from what I was reading. Um, but, yeah, everything, like, the characters were were great. Like Chris Pratt and Tom Holland knock it out of the park as far as I was concerned. Like their dynamic was so good. I love Chris Pratt, you know, Chris Pratt's performance. Why is Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> um, he was not in this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just fun from beginning to end. The magic stuff was cool. The, the tales of your stuff I dug. I, like, I will say, I did see Ollie at the theater after I got out of my screening of it. And I said, yo, Ollie! Yeah. And then I said, this is going to be you and Corey's favorite Pixar movie for yeah, a while. Yeah, I, I definitely, there were tears. Many, many tears. Uh, <laughs> there was and, salty water that poured from yeah. my eyes. And I put I it on my popcorn. I didn't have to salt it. Yeah, so like it, it was it was totally catering. I was like the perfect audience for this movie, I feel. Because I'm also a older brother to mm. a younger oh. brother. So there was stuff there. And I was like, uh, it, it kind of. I'm, older, I'm a, not too young. I mean, multiple. I have a younger brother who's 20 years younger than me. But I have oh, a yeah. younger sister who I included tried to include this was, everything I did this kind of felt very close to the gap I, mean, I think they were I couldn't tell how old the brother was did any of you get that at least sense? walking so I was say age like five, so four or five years four or five years older at least okay so, and he's out of high school um, and then the boy turned 16 because she says gap year at some point but I don't know if that was right. high school gap or college gap college <laughs> gap college gap yeah so okay. they call it the, like if you don't go to college right away you call it yeah. a gap year okay okay so it's about probably about three four years then yeah yeah uh, that's about Caitlin? the same as my brother. Oh, nice. three years apart. Oh. Uh, 
Okay. I can yeah. see how that would hit. Good you're movie. not. You're not a screw up. Thanks. <laughs> what? Uh, oh yeah. So I didn't really know what to expect going in other than like my, my, my premise was that like, I'm going to go in, they're going to be like, oh, we get to see dad, half of dad for the day. And then I thought it was going to be like the last two seconds, they were going to like all going to have that happy moment hug and he's going to poof. And so I was like, all right, here it comes. And then there was, they like curveballed me. (laughs) I wasn't expecting. As Pixar does. As they do. But I wasn't, I guess I just wasn't expecting to get as emotionally invested as I did in what was happening. So it it surprised me. I felt, I loved the D&D stuff. I loved the Tales of Your Have you stuff. never had a brother? I haven't, actually. I have an older sister, but I have not had a brother before. Same here. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. I There are elements of it that I couldn't fully grasp. Um, and some things felt a little like, we know this is popular right now, so we're going to do it. Um, but I really enjoyed it, like a lot. So she didn't like the movie, everyone. So you didn't let her get to that part yet. Won't you? Yeah, she didn't say. Well, you don't give me a chance to finish my thoughts. What's so. your next, Kaylin? What do you think uh, about the movie? I like the movie. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Now we got it. There got it you. Is. I got you. Thank you, Corey. Uh, I will also say that the the short beforehand, the oh, Simpsons, Simpsons short, I thought was really well done. I, yeah. yeah. To me, I'll, so we talk about that a little bit. I liked it a lot. I just felt it was very kind of not Simpsony. Sure. Like it felt a little bit more Seth MacFarlane. Mm. Like this oh, okay. is the side story of Stewie meeting a girl. Yes, mm. that's actually okay. what I was thinking. Like Maggie, like I would see like a baby's day out with Maggie. Yeah. And like she mm. like avoids criminals instead of yeah. falling in love. I mean, it was a sweet story. I love it. It was great. One of my favorite moments in it though is when Maggie takes the wheel and Simpson Homer Simpson freaks out, but then the next shot he's, he's got, got his, his arms arm. behind yeah. his head and he's like relaxing Cruising. while Maggie drives. And I mean that's uh, an interesting. And the, the train. Yeah. I just love that the oh, idea that, that the train was... the reveal was yeah. spot on. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean to me, I yeah, I felt like in Simpsons fashion, it has adopted the faster animation style and storytelling where it's like things are fucking just happening. So, yeah, I mean, it was fun, enjoyable. Yeah, I really enjoyed that a lot. Super mm-hmm. cute. Um, w- welcome to the mini episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's all part of it. We talked about Bao before. Uh, yeah. For, what was that this in front of? Uh, Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, just but bringing that back It was cool this was like a, it was a welcoming of yeah. Simpsons yeah. into and Disney. To the point of your curveball, I would say, excluding a few recent Pixar films, at least like the classic ones or the ones that have stood out to me, I would say 90% of the time, that that curveball is like they'll always give you what you need, not necessarily what you want. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then, so then that thing character. becomes the one you, you're like, okay, I did want. That. I didn't it, know I wanted this, but, but this now is what I, I want. Turns out it makes a much better right. story. Uh, yeah, I would it's, say recently uh, there's a few that haven't hit that for me, but yeah. uh, like like Finding Nemo and and Toy Story and all those kind of things. That's the here's what you need, not what you really wanted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Well, but the the want is what carries the plot. Yeah, and then here's the heart rope I'm gonna pull. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that's talk talking about like antithesis versus the thesis of the film. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Also, the fucking stakes on some of those situations. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like held my breath for so long on some of those. Like they definitely brought the the peril. (laughs) Who? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, So that brings us into our uh, next two segments where we do a brief synopsis in our production. Mm So, with the brief synopsis, um, we start out with our lead character, which is uh, escaping my name, Ian. Ian. Ian yeah. who, Lightfoot. Who, Ian Lightfoot, who is an... It's his 16th birthday. It's, he's, a, he's, an, he's, a, he's an elf. elf. He's an elf. Um, but it's his 16th birthday, but we get a little bit of the Lord of the Ringsy, like what happened. So, back in the day, which was a Wednesday, 
Um, <laughs> it, like 10,000 years ago, they were wizards, orcs, pixies, you know, all the medieval things, and it's dragons. And his dad narrating it, um, by the way. Yeah, oh. his father narrates um, that there was magic, and magic was really difficult to do. And so we see the creation of technology and how it steer, steered people away from magic. Mm-hmm. And so we live in, in their a, true natures. Yeah, we live in a present day world of that magic had existed. Um, elves of the past as well as dragons and all stuff were all like what you would account to as the sharks and the cats and they all like got domesticated. So yeah. we have pet dragons and elves no longer uh, connect with um, magic much like people no longer connect Basically, with Basically it's like what if Alexander Graham Bell was born in in like World of Warcraft? Like yeah. what would yeah. happen to society yeah. then? Except it was a uh, Alexandra Graham Bell. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we we have uh, Ian who's on his 16th birthday. He's going to school. He finally wears the shirt that uh, his sweater that his uh, father wore. And we understand that he wishes to be connected with his father that he never met when he was a child because his, uh, his father died of an illness uh, in the hospital. Like, mm-hmm. you know, average before Ameri- he was born, average world, present day stuff, nothing magical about it. Um, he has an older brother who is named Bol- Barley. 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 Um, <laughs> Barley. Barley. Um, who is the, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I feel bad at typecasting it. He's the Jack Black older brother. Yeah. He's punk rock. Mm-hmm. He drives a, a dope loves van and loves D. Their version of, of D&D, D&D, which is called Tales of Yore. Um, he has a campaign. But it's historically accurate. It's it's pretty much a history book. So if you had a D&D campaign at home based on, like, Neanderthals and uh, Helmo Rectus and all that or stuff. Risk. Yeah. <laughs> Would risk be appropriate? Kind of, kinda, I guess. Yeah. Um, except without the RPG stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, on the 16th birthday, uh, Ian sets out to make himself different, to learn how to drive, to speak up, all this stuff. He goes to school. Be like that. And none of that stuff happens. Yeah. Um, and then he goes back home, uh, embarrassed because he can't make friends. Uh, and then his mother gives him a gift because he said, once the boy, uh, the father said, uh, before he passed away, he said, once the boys are old enough, give him this. Once they're both older than 16. 16. And yeah. it's a staff. And the staff contains an incantation um, as well as a phoenix stone. And with those three items, then you could bring back the dad for one day until the sunset of the next day. Um, the spell goes awry because they don't know that uh, Ian is truly the wizard of the family. And they bring back only half of his body, which you see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then they figure out what can they do in that nice plot device. Uh, the phone gets destroyed. So they just go on a journey yeah. to go that find— was, I was like, way to go, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they go on a journey to try to find the, another Phoenix Stone. And this Thanks leads to Barley because Barley. he knows everything. all things about everything in this, this type of world. Yes. They need to go on a quest. Yeah. And that's his speciality. That's his- and I'll use this. Uh, adventure j- and journeys onward yes. um, ensues. Yeah. And uh, we get to meet a manticore. The mom finds a sword. We go to a pawn shop. We meet some pixies. They learn how to fly. Um, we learn that Ian's going to become this you know wizard who's going to have to learn this arcane He's lightning. Magic. Gelatinous cube! cube. Gelatinous <laughs> cube shows up. They go through all this cave and to find out. Look like this. They end up in the same... Uh, Caitlin is wearing a black shirt with intestines hanging out for all those who are listening. And it's all green and gooey. Green like and gooey. a gelatinous cube! cube. <laughs> um, and we end up at the place where we didn't think we would be at in at back of the high school. And then a giant climactic fight because there's a curse with the Phoenix Stone that a giant stone dragon will come. And uh, what we realize is that Barley... The foreshadowing in that with the dragon on the wall and yeah. it becomes the face of the dragon. Oh, yeah. so good. Um, Barley has always really been the fa- father figure to um, Ian, if not just like a good supporting family member. Um, and Realizations Ian, ensue. Yeah, Ian realizes <laughs> that like, you know, meeting his father is more important to Barley. Yeah. Um, so Because Barley never got to say, say goodbye. goodbye. He was too he was afraid. afraid, yeah. And also he had, you know, it was after his realization of knowing that he kind of already 
accomplish those things mm-hmm. without needing a dad. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Deus Ex Sword Machina ensues, and then uh, <laughs> Arcane Lightning, and uh, Barley and uh, gets to meet his father for the last time. And, and Ian sees them hug, and, and when they re- when they meet again, Barley and Ian, uh, Barley says, "Dad wanted me to give you this," and it's the hug that he saw them share. Yeah. And then what happens is I cry. fold into a crying mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very important. Epilogue ensues. Uh, Ian's able to make friends. They want to bring back magic into the world. Um, and Manticore or, or Corey uh, changes her tavern into the more adventurous tavern that adventurers start out of um, where she makes maps to the Phoenix Stones. And uh, Ian and Barley go to the park flying in uh, in their van. Because on the, new the most obvious road is rarely the white, right one. And where we are going, we don't need roads. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the movie. So, to bite my tongue to not finish that. Well done. Next to the production. The production. This was distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. They did Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Wally, a huge list of movies. (laughs) Directors Dan Scanlon. He did Mater in the Ghost Light. That was a short. Tracy and Monsters University. The producer was Corey Ray. She did Monsters Inc. Shout out to Corey. (laughs) <laughs> the Incredibles up. Is Corey Ray a female? I'm sorry. Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Uh, writers are Dan Scanlon, who did Mater and the Ghost Mater. Light, Trace <laughs> Monsters <laughs> University, Jason Headley, who did To Say Goodbye, A Bad Idea Gone Wrong, and It's Not About the Nail. Wonderful. It's a wonderful short. Look it up. Check it out on YouTube. Keith Bunnan, he did In Treatment, which was a show, and Horns. The cast, uh, Tom Holland, who did Doolittle, Spies in Disguise, Spider-Man Far From Home, Chris Pratt, Lego Movie, Parks and Rec, Guardians of the Galaxy, Julia Louise Dreyfus, who did Veep, such a good show, Seinfeld, and Enough Said, Octavia Spencer, The Shape of Water, and The Help. Just watched The Help recently. Very good. Release date, March 6, 2020. Runtime is 103 minutes. Budget slash gross, it estimated $20 million for budget, and the estimated gross right now is estimated $40.1 million. So it's doing okay. All right. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score for critics is 86%, and for audience is 96%. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tell us to do the honors also, of throwing this away. Yeah, please. Oh, oh, no. Not in there. That's not in new. there. Don't eat it. No. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to John Ratzenberger, who is in um, Toy Story. Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, uh, Monsters, Inc., Monsters University, Cars 1, 2, 3. Uh, help me out here. Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. Uh, incredible. Wait, wait, Incredibles. What, Incredibles. What was he in this? Cars 1, he 2, He was and one of the uh, park police officers who goes to <laughs> when he's yeah. at the very top at the end. He's like, all right, buddy, come on down. Uh, just because he's in every single Pixar film. Wow. Yeah, so. Shout out. In and some there, form or another. And there's like a bunch of cameo appearances. Yeah. Oli Wong, uh, Lena Waithe, and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. So, favorite parts? Oh, the trust bridge. Oh my god, that's what I wanted to talk about immediately, so I'm glad you brought it up, because yeah, it's tr- my favorite. Fucking trust bridge was the best, when he's oh all super god. confident, he's like, yep, just yeah. keep going. Oh my Don't god. Don't look back. You could see the tears grow, like, yeah. good in his eyes. Because he's like, I could lose my brother at right. any second. If he turns around, even for a moment, can, he's yeah. gone. Can I be vulnerable for a second? Yes. yes. That scene got ruined for me. Why? Because uh, in uh, my due diligence of looking up shit for the show, um, on February Did you get a spoiler? No, on February 20th, Chris Pratt made an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel, and they screened that scene. <gasps> oh. Uh, oh, And no. so I was like, that has completely lost 
all like wait for me. That's why but you I'm don't like, look anything up until you've seen it. I had it. to do my job. You could have yeah. paused but it. No, uh, I, I watched, uh, so I watched it, but I mean, it still had Tom the same, doesn't care about it still had the same effect. And I was like, cool. But I was like, I feel no. like I kind of like, I feel like I would have been, because I heard people in the theater like, <gasps> and I was like, I seen it. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh yeah, my god, no. oh edge of my seat the well, whole time. That, they, they don't show him actually getting across. Oh, okay, so they don't like just keep going and it ends. Oh, that last moment when he looks back and almost doesn't make it. I was like, oh my god, oh my I god. thought that scene was, was really well done. The yeah. tension's built. Well, like the good thing they do with it, they set it up really well. So he falls down first because like, you weren't thinking, you weren't focused, yeah, you weren't, you, focus. you weren't trusting you, yourself. Yeah. yeah, and then he misses on the second step. He's like, you have to focus on every step. Yeah, it happened, uh, and then the rope falls off. Yeah. And you're like, the rope falls off like. Halfway through, like a wet, non yeah. al dente noodle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how long Not... was I? How long did you have the rope for? Pretty much the whole second half. <laughs> Loved it. Anytime Barley um, just goes, you got this. Just yeah, warm oh. my heart so it, much. It's it's the good. You know, family Big member. Brother. Oh, well, yeah. Also, the part where he's like, "I'm not ready." Like, You'll never be ready. Onward. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, I was like, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. like, Merge. That's my that's my kind of support. I need. Yeah. It was a very. I feel like that was a shout out to Clueless, right? Probably. With yeah. The, the freeway scene. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When she can't get on the freeway in LA and then oh. she does and like oh, they all almost die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that feels accurate yeah. to life. But yeah. Um, that, um, yeah. The gelatinous cube. Gelatinous cube. <laughs> gelatinous cube was. Had great. to make an appearance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course it did. Yeah. Had to. I and mean, the way that, that it did was I'm just so yeah, good. I'm going to say, I'm glad of how it came out. In the yeah. credits, did you see the credits? Where it was no. like, shout out to Wizards of the Coast for letting us use the gelatinous cube. Because that's, oh. oh. that, that's their thing. That's their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so nice. they gave a shout out in uh, in that's the credits. Good. Yeah. Um, one thing. Actually, the, my favorite actual overall, my favorite scene feels so different from the rest of the movie. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, it's when he is listening to the tape. And he is looking at the core oh, with his dad. Yeah, I think what I really like. There were tapes everywhere, not CDs or anything like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I like huh. the thing I really liked about that scene was that like it took it was much slower than everything else. I think what I'm getting very used to in animation is that things have to happen like a millisecond, like as a beat. Yeah, and I'm like Jesus Christ, you just stay on one shot for a little <laughs> bit, or like have some you know slow uh, Let camera it breathe work for a minute. Even letting it breathe, but it's kind of like you can do do quick cuts into a scene that takes a long time. Yeah. Um, just to build tension. But this scene, I feel like, take, took its time um, to really kind of hone in on, like, why does this kid really want to meet someone he's never met? Right? right. Um, because, you know, you can speak for and argue that, like, there's a lot of kids who never meet some certain parents and just learn to live and love their, you know, the other parents that they have. Um, but then this one, it really kind of starts drawing in, like, it, it, it doesn't, like, try to convince you. It just tries to bring you in. It just tries to show like, hey, this is the shoe that we want to walk with. Yeah. I'm like, cool. And um, I really appreciated that like they're, you know, diff uh, contrary to some Pixar formulas that like they hit you in the gut right in the beginning and then they just like try to bring you back into humanity throughout. Yeah. This is much more of like a, we're going to slowly give you those inkling feelings of like loss that he, that you need to understand so that this story of humanity is like told correctly. Because like, you're right, because like one of the one of my favorite parts is kind of the beginning. Him just getting trying to eat breakfast. Yeah, to me, I was like, that's such a Peter Parker moment. And yeah, I fucking working hard or are they working? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, can we talk about Bronco? Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. The, at the end with his long ass hair. I was born to run. I was born to run. That was pretty. That was pretty phenomenal. I also great. just loved him coming in on breakfast and him awkwardly trying to sit down on kicking the, everything the, out of the yeah. way and like yeah. It's like this is. I love that he drives a Bronco. Like, oh my nice. god! Of course he does. Of course he yeah, does. <laughs> uh, I love. I, I really enjoyed the uh, illusion scene. 
the oh the losing yeah. like an ear every yeah, kind of lie. every little yeah. bit lie. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a great storytelling mechanic for the. Well, I don't agree with that. That he's a screw up, and right. then he's like, James. Oh, I, yeah. I thought that was a really well done way of using the rules of the world to yes. tell that. Yeah, I would, yes. I would, yeah, I would say like the thing with Disney and like uh, we'll talk a little bit about like the the weird uh, reviews and stuff like that because I think it's to me I want to try and bring this into a positive. So the review that Ollie mm. was talking about before, it's like a lot of critics said like this has pacing issues, and to me I think the pacing issues that people are now starting to count on a dime what happens in a Pixar movie. And to me, that's happened that happened the entire movie. Like I knew exactly when things were gonna happen. It, but it didn't take it away from me. Because the thing is, something you can count on like a clock is sometimes super reliable. And so yeah. when you get those things that happen pretty well done, then it works for you. Yeah. If you just don't like the world you're in, then that's not gonna help you the fact that you the know what's gonna happen. Are good. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta so, like, keep in mind like this isn't fucking tenant. It's not like some <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a kid's film. Yeah. Like at, at the I, same time, it needs you, to be like they I, need to be able to follow it, it and it needs, needs to have it, a clear path. The ki- children need to be able to follow what's happening as well. I yeah. think the tough thing with that, though, and just to speak about it, it was like every animated film that's ever won has never been a rated R film, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like all the all the animated films are always going to be like catered towards children, but then mm-hmm. there's only one best animated award. There's yeah. never like the best animation team, right? right? So it's like the one coveted thing, and that's why I think animation gets such hard scrutiny nowadays about those things is because it's like, well, if you're only going to be selling to, like, children, then you have to, like, be on T. Like, well, because, like, and not to, like, discredit any other yeah. company, but, like, if it was, like, a smaller thing, like a Saturday morning from a different company, it would just be those characters going on a quest. But, like, this wasn't only about that. Mm-hmm. Like, and and to me, yeah, the quest, like, we know they're going to get to the end of the quest, but the bigger point of it is, like, they're, they're kind of figuring out the world and themselves oh. kind of in I, that I mean I even mean it to the in minutia like I knew like they can't be friends they have to have some drama right at the oh, very yeah. end that like oh, yeah. is gonna make them forced to be true friends at the very end because there has to be a point where like they have to like hey I trust you but I don't really trust you yeah. yet so I, re- I refuse the thesis of the film well you could tell mm-hmm. that from the beginning when he rips the sweater and like you know steals yeah. the food or yeah but you know well, also with a stuff. smaller cast you kind of have to do that and so like what I'm saying like I, I counted on every single plot point like so nothing gave me a curveball at all in this film but mm-hmm. then like wow. I didn't take that as a bad thing because it's like, how are you going to use these me- like these formulas and mechanisms within the world that you're developing? And I thought it was done like as well as they could possibly do it. Yeah, is is I, that coming from like just being a film person and knowing beats? I of would things? say this: if you watch every Pixar film, they're almost very, very, very similar. Um, an and they just a, they just use the world to tell the story, like Rick and Morty following the the uh, the, the journey. hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so same same thing. Like with the ending, I knew he wasn't going to meet his dad. Yeah, I just didn't know. How? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and the way it was executed, I loved it. Yeah, and I mean, like, I f- wanted him to meet his dad. Mm-hmm. I wanted that. Yeah. I wanted to be surprised that he would. And I thought if he did, it would be a half a second of something, and whatever was left behind would be more meaningful than the actual interaction. Right. right. Um, and so, which in many cases that it is what ended up happening. Yeah. yeah. He, like, um, got and, to see him through a people. Exactly. And so. So with that, like to that point, yeah, but it, it didn't take away yeah. from no and any me, sort of experience. The thing is, I like had. that means you're getting tired of the formula. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. not getting tired of the story. You're getting tired of the formula. Yeah, and so the, you're asking for a movie that's going to be like, well, then what if he kills the brother and then that's what they're asking for. They want a subversion. It's like, well, why are you asking it from? Like, you're asking a cookie to be a sandwich, right? <laughs> like, don't do that. Like, well, <laughs> critique the cookie because uh, how how good of a cookie it is. I love all those moments. But if a cookie moments. is baked, does that make it a 
uh, pie. <laughs> oh my god, you love uh, I, I love those like pocket. That, that's that's why I didn't mind it because I was like, mm -hmm. each of these little pockets of this quest are like amazing, like either storytelling interactions or just some cool like novel thing that I'm that I'm drawn like towards because I'm a nerd. Like all the all spells, the spells, oh, the awesome. spells well, and the conditions so for the spells. I, yeah, and like that's a, I ate that stuff up. Josh? I was just gonna say you only just reminded me of this is a favorite part about it. It's more of an aspect of it is a smaller cast. There mm -hmm. aren't a whole bunch of people that we're focusing it's on. It's four mainly, main people. Yeah. And I and I like that aspect of it because it the the sh the movie can potentially have a very grand scale, and you get to peephole it just focusing on these groups or yeah. like these characters. Yeah, his dad. Uh, yeah, um, it's four billings, right? It's yeah. like it's four stars, but stars, everyone else yeah. is a guest star. Um, I mean, if you kind of think about it, like all a lot of Pixar's are like that. Like yeah. Inside Out is joy and sorrow, and mm -hmm. then like Toy Story is Bud and Buzz and Woody, and then Bug's mm -hmm. Life is Flick. Yeah, and so like, yeah. you, and yeah. then and then Cars is Steve McQueen and Mater. No, so. I kind of like Bud and Woozy. Buzz and Woozy. Bud anyway. and Woozy. I mean, Not, I get a lot of Woozy Bud. Another, <laughs> uh, another one of my favorite parts was uh, Manticore tearing down her tavern. Oh, Just, like, realizing yeah. who she, she, she needs to be. What have yeah. I become? Um, who who said? Whoever said this? I think you, you did. did. <laughs> direct. What have I become? Um, I so to the, talking about the magic thing. I liked that mechanism of. You had a map of where you needed to go. What if I just try Arcane Lightning? It's like, ha ha ha. Level one wizard. In a very, I think, and this sounds really bad when I say it, but in a very basic fundamental way, you pretty much outlined an anime shonen. Like, pretty much like, mm -hmm. hey, here's Super Saiyan. Mm -hmm. You won't get to that until the end of the season. Yeah. Like, you won't get to Lightning until the end when you actually need to do it. And you see those inclinations because he tries to do it and he fails. I think that's yeah. the important part is that he fails to do it. He's not, mm -hmm. what's the stupid fucking bullshit gatekeeping term? The Mary, Mary, Su Sue. Mary Sue and the Larry Joe Sue. Man. Yeah. What? Gary Stu Gary and Mary Stu. Sue. Yeah. What so, is Sue? It's that, a self-insert. Like, they're a blank character that you can put yourself in their shoes very easily. No. 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 So, a Mary, that's, that's Mary Sue means, like, someone who can do something instantly. A lot of people without said any sort of failure or trial. A lot like of people Ray. said Captain Marvel oh. and Ray were like. I that had a because, very different oh. understanding of what those yeah. things were. Yeah. So a, a male version is the Gary Stu. Um, but a lot of people say that they for just have Mary, all the power so all at the time. A lot of people say Mary Sue's are the boring because they are boring right. because they don't I think that's they don't both they, challenge they, they don't challenge anything. Right, right, right. It's like what people say Superman is. There's They're no challenge to him, so he's a Gary Stu that you can insert yourself into that has all the powers. But okay. with this, like Ian doesn't know how to do magic all the time and when he does he does it for plot which is cool and fine because it works for the story but then like you see him try to do arcane lightning multiple times and it doesn't work yeah. and so I'm like to me I like that because it shows like or failing the the giganta spell yeah oh my okay <laughs> yes the the cheeto no fun yes no the van scene when he's getting oh, when he's Guinevere Guinevere sending oh, off Guinevere sending oh. off Guinevere and just the, like, like the music and then the tire goes flat, and then it Clops. sounds like it. Well, like he good. slaps then, the yeah. butt too. Yeah, <laughs> it just, I just the whole time I was like, yes, it was wonderful. I, yes, I've never felt like so bad for a vehicle, yeah. but I love that they chose that it was that that they sent off into the sunset because yeah. like I was invested in it and I was really sad for it, but I was like, I was also like, it's just a car. Yeah, it's not. How no dare one's dying. you? I know I'm sorry. It's Guinevere. But it's Guinevere 2 is there now. So yeah, it's Guinevere 2. It made me really want Pixar to do a Western, even though another uh, animation company did, was it Rango? Mm -hmm. Rango oh, was yeah. great. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I man, that was kind of like that. But that. then if Pixar did it, like, should watch hopefully it. just playing okay. to all the tropes and shit like that. But um, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's an easy one. But for me, the pretty much the last... Gelatinous Cube. The last sequence of the film of just the... 
the curse revealing itself, the it becoming the dragon, the fight, the mom being like, I am a powerful warrior. warrior. And then she warrior. does like the, the side zoom, to the side. Zumba. Zumba. Yeah. yeah. Um, just the whole and him, like the power that he takes on and the peephole, the, the, the whole thing, the hug. It was so well done. But then he has oh, that splinter the for the rest of the film. It's his staff The splinter now. Yeah. part was cool. Yeah. yeah. With the yeah. gigantic spell, Harvey yeah. Went, it's only in the ocean. It's right there. You can go get uh, it. He could, but... but the thing is, now... Not right then, but yeah, maybe later. It. If you think about it, it's not it's, no, it's not his staff. It's his father's staff. Uh, and so now, now, he, now he has staff. his own. True, true, true. And so that's the kind of thing where it's like, now he can then teach people how to make their own staffs. And he doesn't need ones. to sand it down anymore because it's the splinter. Yeah. There aren't splinters on a splinter. Yeah, there are. Yes. Whoa, I feel like you just opened up like this <laughs> mind Whoa. hole where you're like, wait, what did come Hair first? can't have loose ends. <laughs> you can't triple stamp a double stamp, Lloyd. <laughs> I, I really liked, I actually really thoroughly enjoyed all the Sprite stuff. Yeah. The, like, pixies. the them, pixies. Yeah. Were they Pixies? I yeah, thought, I thought they called them Sprites. Yeah, the, the Pixie Grey Dusters. Griffin. Yeah, Grey Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Pixie. I, I was going Pixie, but I thought I heard Sprite in the movie. But I think interchangeably called them a sprite. At I think some point. I think so. But either Greg way, Griffin that was is, as Dewdrop, a pixie and the leader of the Pixie Dusters biker gang. Uh huh. Yeah. That was that was pretty great. Like their interactions <laughs> there in there. I loved the bearded one. Yeah. That was like <laughs> looked like ZZ Top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh uh, yeah. And then they fly by the end of it and all, which fly. I loved. <laughs> it was fantastic. The whole chase scene with them was really great. Uh, with the uh, with the dad. Waving out the, the side <laughs> of the car, <laughs> like he's flipping them off, and they're like, "Wait, what?" I love that they also like developed a nickname for him, despite not saying anything. It's like, "What's wrong with you, shades?" shades. Yeah, <laughs> shade, and then just plops over. <laughs> but it was like as sassy. Yeah, I also really liked the way that the bottom half walked. Like it very obviously was like, "I don't know what I'm doing." The dancing, oh. the dancing was so. The dancing good. was great. A great little plot mechanic was the dun 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 dun, dun. Oh, and bringing it up 20 30 minutes before too and he's mm -hmm. like yeah i just used to do that on his shoes it's the only memory yeah. i have and then that's of course how do you communicate with someone who can't see or talk it's yeah. a brilliant i thought that was a brilliant little writing bit mm -hmm. that was great uh, all of like the surprise that like the emotion that feet were able to give oh, off oh, at yeah. the surprise yes. yeah it's <laughs> like you could you obviously you don't have you don't have an upper half, so you don't have a face to judge the... And so seeing the reaction of the lower half of like, oh, mm -hmm. I know who I'm, yeah. I'm touching when right he's now. Looking for, he's, like, he's not here. You, you know, yeah. looking yeah, for Barley. Searching. Oh, that there, was so sad. Something I like that possibly could be a quote-unquote plot hole, but it's something that I appreciated, is that Barley didn't know everything. Because Barley starts out the story where he's like, oh, we have to go do this. And we have to go meet the manticore. Then we have to go over there. Then you never take a road, da, da, da. Yeah. And then when we get to a, t a, a, like a temple, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And I like that because to me, it's two things, right? It's like he knows the co conceptual ideas of adventures, but he doesn't know the applicable right. uh, forms of it. It's but like also, reading a book and then trying to apply it immediately. But also he doesn't become like, if ever, anyone ever wants to watch like the most boring character of all time, it's fucking Adrian Brody and fucking The Predator. And it's huh. fucking everything. That's what I would have done. And it's like he's haunting us. That was my favorite character. That's what I would. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Well, get the fuck off the planet, thing. You're so fucking smart. <laughs> and so like Barley here, it's like cool. Like he knows enough to get him in trouble. But then when he gets through it, like one of out of trouble. Out of no, get himself into oh, trouble. Oh yeah, and out. Oh, sometimes. And out. But like what I really love is actually like during the booby trap scene where it's like it's like. 
two hours. Uh, like, puzzle. not enough time. Not enough time. Just go. Pick up a shield. I'm like, yeah, because that that's what a real adventure typically is. It's like no battle plan survives first contact with the enemy. Yeah. And, and so, he came like, up with the Cheeto bit. Yeah. Use what oh, you have. riding the okay. Cheeto was so and, good. And Stop so eating the boat. <laughs> it's, it's those certain things that I like that those are rules that you do with characters that they can't know everything, especially when things happen. Like sometimes things change. Yeah. And like yeah. It, it just makes it so it's not boring. I yeah. was kind of wondering when the cheese puff was going to get soggy and melt like into the water but I'm glad that it didn't <laughs> I mean <laughs> maybe it's too big it's not no longer porous enough to absorb water there you go mm. thank the you the pores are too large large, large Cheeto mechanics <laughs> like yeah, well, thank large you Cheeto like, I was really bothered by it and that actually just like you're it's right enough, like, enough. like a wood ship yeah, because right. it also has pores. Like yeah. I say, so, like I say, it just takes a single sentence. Sometimes yeah. it does. So I'm totally fine with the cheese cool. poof now. Awesome. <laughs> or if you just know molecular science of what cheese poofs are, then you don't. I need don't it. actually, but Josh. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, so there's not a huge cast for how characters. would we do favorite character? First and Ooh. second favorite character. Yeah. 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 Um, you can do a side character. I mean, sure. First and second character. <laughs> okay. Um, that's tough. Uh, well, here's the thing. I feel like I like Ian a lot because he's a wizard. I, I I said this at our live show last night. If I could be a wizard uh, in real life, I would, but I can't. So I play one in D&D. &D. Uh, however, I feel like I relate to Barley more. Mm -hmm. So I'll say Barley. And then favorite. your second character? Corey. Okay. <laughs> I thought she was great. Because yeah. of the name. Yeah. I really loved the Manticore. Well, uh yeah. I mean, the cool thing about the character, too, is like, again, the whole, uh, I guess, background um, subtext of the film is trying to reconnect with our natures. Yeah. And so, like, Manticore Refining having to learn, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Learning how to fly again. Yeah. And I just, I loved the Harold and Kumar esque, like, let's burn this place down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> loved it. Also, stabbing the pawn shop owner in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> you call that a Harold and Kumar, like, the one scene in Harold and Kumar, like, that's a Harold and Kumar staple. No, I'm just saying it is a mo it's a big mo it's one of my favorite Anthony moments Anderson's in the movie. like the one scene. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's like every time I think of someone like losing their mind and saying we need to we need to burn down, that's what I think of. Uh, so yes, it okay. was. Right. It's one of the, the stick out moments of Harold and Kumar to me. So I'd say yeah, Corey's the second. Mm -hmm. I will say uh, Barley. Mm -hmm. I really loved Barley, and I really really enjoyed the mom. I mm -hmm. loved yeah yeah. I loved her she journey through amazing. it, and she was just. Um, I think you you strike an interesting uh, dynamic with this kind of story where she's finding out too who she is that the husband oh. could come back. Yeah, right? and that and that's, that's that's really way complicated. That's way complicated, but it's also kind of like, and she's really she's just cool through the journey. Yeah. And she's she's finding her power, and then well, she's like embracing her power at the end when and, they first find the spell, and she like goes off into her own little corner. It's like, what did what did what did you get into? What what kind of crazy thing yeah. did you get into? And the brothers are having their moment, but she's having this whole like, am I gonna see him again? Like, what? Is, yeah. What is this? Yeah. It was very very real. Mm -hmm. That's my answer. My uh, favorite is um, uh, uh, Bailey. Wait, Barley. 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 <laughs> Bailey's in a can. Barley. There it is. Barley. And then it's Bronco. For a second. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Bronco. Yeah. I Cold just, Bronco. you know, centaurs used to be able to run 70 miles per hour. <laughs> I got a vehicle. I Why loved do you do that? every bit of like everything. He, all the comedy with him was yeah. amazing. Kaylin? Mm, I am still pondering a little bit. So if you know, 
This is our show, Caitlin. I know. I'm going to pull the curtain back for our audience. What the hell? I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, uh, I would say um, the thing is you like Ian um, because he's an audience surrogate. You see him grow. You see your stories with him, but that doesn't make him to me the most likable. Uh, So I like Barley as my top. And then I think the second is uh, Bronco Mm -hmm. because it's very, I think it's a tough, it's a tough racket to be the second man in yeah. a family's life. And yeah. um, I think they play it to a comedic standpoint, but then I, it, it, like, he's not really terrible. It's, I but, feel uh, like it's, I feel like he maybe just doesn't agree. drive with the sons. You might agree with me on this because I think we've, we, I mean, obviously we've talked about this before in a recent movie. Um, when they do stepdads really well, mm-hmm. I really dig it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I mean, he's not even a stepdad. He's just the boyfriend. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, like, I mean, that's the thing where it's like, eventually like, stepdad, yeah. whatever. And like I think, yeah, when it, when they're done well, when they're done to a point where they're not malicious and yeah. evil, and it's like they're just another bystander human. Like I think it's a tough break to have, and I think a film tries to do well where it's like, because I'll tell you right now, when my parents got divorced and my mom started dating, like I didn't fucking like any dude that she dated because there was just that weird child mentality of like, you're gonna replace you're my, not my dad. Real dad. Well, it's like yeah. you're trying to replace my dad, but then like that's. N- Fucking any, anyone that came was like, I'm here to replace dads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my M.O. I'm the dad man. Well, the I'm one who dad. I'm just glad that it's... Uh, I'm glad that it's dealing with that subject. And yeah. It's, it's putting yeah. a, a well, positive... I'm an amazing stepdad. So when I see a good like, go. stepdad yeah. story, it's, I'm like... Shout out to Mike. Yeah. Up, my dad. It was uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. That was the other movie. Uh, it's trying to normalize it. And you I'm kind of like... Yeah, like it, every family is is it's a whole unit, even if it's broken or dysfunctional or fucking got its own quirks. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I like I really like that because I think we, especially Disney, has a fucking long legacy of like if it's broken, then it's fucking a tragedy, and our princess needs to f- find a man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, wow. It's nice when, when good stuff is But how do you feel? Okay. <laughs> um, that there's what? more damage that they've done than good. That's All right. Okay. So, uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yep. It's your time. The Cheeto I, in the pants. What? <laughs> the Cheeto in the pants? That's the. I mean, hey, your if you're not going to decide, I'll no, decide for you. Uh, I, I was having trouble because uh, my my two favorites are Ian and Barley in that order. Um, Ian, just because he's going through all that growth, and it's like the people around him, the people. when he does something that's seemingly out of character, like his mom is proud of him. They're like, wow, he's actually like changing. That's yeah. great. Good. And then Barley, I've known a lot of Barleys in my life, like people who are exactly what's, like what's him. What's Barley's last name? Lightfoot. The Barleys you've met. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no personal information. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Um, but like, I've I've lost some of those people because they like couldn't move on from some stuff. So like, that was like a heartwarming thing, but I couldn't make it my favorite because I had too much baggage attached. Sure. But a character that I, that why I was him hauling so much is because I really like the dad. I like the dad. I like the his feet. story. The feet. Yeah. I do like the feet. Um, but kind I like the concept like, of him and who. Yeah, who he was. He was like secretly a wizard, and even his like family didn't know. Like he was an accountant. He was an yeah. accountant, and also that a is wizard. a money wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's true. Um, but like he, like he so I thought they were gonna say le- he left his family the ability to see him after he died, and is like, hey, you guys, man, one of you is probably a wizard. Like what, <laughs> yeah, well, actually, what I got from the story was that he wasn't a wizard the whole time. Like he started learning that knowing he was dying, and was like, right. "Oh, there's a way that I could come back for a day." Ten years later, welcome yeah. to Disney Pixar's sequel to Onward Backward. <laughs> oh God, 
But, it's but just but the top like, half during the whole <laughs> adventure. But, and he's like, what is going on? It's just four. Yeah. It's and it's like void of nothing. But what if it was like Tales of Yore that was based their on dad, their, their, that their dad was into and then like that was just a game that was lying around and that's where he learned about oh, yeah, the Phoenix like Zone that. and everything Could else. Be, yeah. And that's how Barley got into Tales of Yore because it was already at the house and was like something his dad liked. Sounds like a fan yeah. wiki. Like, of course it is. But that's why I'm like, I want him to be my favorite character because of all this headcanon I've created. Uh, I, actually pegged, I actually pegged you that you'd like uh, Corey the most. Corey? Yeah. Nah. I feel like... She the, was cool, but when, like... When's that scorpion fuck tip? I was like, oh, that she was died. hilarious. That pawn shop owner died. But also... I, <laughs> no, I she'll just be paralyzed, paralyzed for an hour. I really liked her and how she like had her story and of her like... her tattoos. <laughs> the tattoos and burning down the building. But in like... I don't know. She kind of lost a couple brownie points for me at the pawn shop when she's like, this sword is so rare right in front of the pawn shop owner. I'm like, woman, no. You'd be like, this is a piece of tin she foil. Just, Shout she, out to well, Tracy also, Ullman, by the way. To her credit, she also always has the solution for it. Yeah. That's true. And she did. She stabbed her in the <laughs> neck. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, Corey just came out of like the quiet place. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah. So I mean, like she she doesn't know the world yet. Yeah. You know I mean, are you talking true. about the uh, the the from Get Out, like, the sinking place? Yeah, thing. yeah, the sinking place. Yeah, she just got out of that. So yeah, fair, fair. That's fair. Uh, so yeah. now move on to qualms. Qualms. Yeah. Qualms. Who would like to start? I'll start. All right. Um, I don't really have any. All, All right. right. Perfect. So I'll um, go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had one that was like a a reach around. <laughs> just say the words, please. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, Tom. <laughs> it's, it's a reach, right? It's a reach. Around. Um, there was a, there was a, like the passage of time and the journey. Like of like, okay, wait, you don't have a car, but now you have to go on foot and then do this thing in this certain amount of time. It was like, there was the only part where I was like, uh, but it's a kid's movie. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of crit criticism was about Dark Knight Rises. They don't like taking time bombs. A lot of uh, core audience don't prefer taking time bombs as your source of like why pace needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the premise of the film is a ticking time bomb. So, I mean, like, it's hard. How do you get around that? But I will say, yeah. there was a part where I was like, I thought he had two minutes left. Then I was like, maybe that was two hours, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's two hours. Yeah. And I um, was like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's but it, it was one of those things I didn't, again, it did not take away from it at all. I thought yeah. it came into my head once, and I was, but that's it. I did, don't did it, really have wipe off. Yeah. 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 Uh, Please, next. <laughs> I was kind of in the. Sorry. Oh, so just to tack onto yours, because like the only thing that really stuck out to me at all was when they were following the Ravens Point, and like you could that see how yeah that the like you could see how far away they were and like where it pointed to. And so, the like, rain one day. Naturally, one no, that didn't bother me. Okay. It was more of that like, um, you know, they would see it, but then they'd kind of like veer off to the side because they could already see where it was pointing to. But there was like one shot where they walk all the way directly under and then they turn and are like that way <laughs> like I was like you didn't have to you knew where it was going why didn't you like from 50 feet away start to make that turn you have to make it perfectly aligned I know but it's us so if you're maybe off by this much you one. don't get it that's, could have maybe okay. not seen the other raven in that's that one that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. The pores Small. in the Cheeto, though. The pores in the Cheeto. Too much. <laughs> more, more fan wiki. The Cheeto poop would have been a qualm, but now it's not because science, like, guess. shrunk because science. Uh, anyone else? Yeah. Corey. For me, it was the, I'm going to throw this word out there, pacing of the ending, the realization mm. moment 
felt very like, uh, and the dragon fight felt very like, oh, we ran out of time. Boom, 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 boom. Let's get it done. Let's get um, to the end of the scene. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I, I just wish that the... Are you saying it felt rushed? Yes. Is that, okay. Yeah, the pacing of that felt too quick. I wanted to live in that moment of him realizing the connection between him and his brother without so many flashbacks, like live in that moment a little more. Maybe he was talking to his dad, like out loud, like he's like, I know you can't hear me, but like, this is kind of all we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through that conversation, oh, maybe he realizes oh, that he's always had no. a brother. Oh, I would have died. Instead of the, the for me, the flashbacks took the impact away because a lot of the flashbacks were the ones we just saw. L- let me add to that. Yeah. yeah. That, and sorry, Ollie, this is a spoiler. That happens in Saw 1. And it's like, yeah. and to me, that became such a trouble. Like, oh, and then at the third act, we're going to get a flashback that explains all the shit we just saw. Yeah. Um, and to me, that is a f- formulaic flaw with children films. Because they have to do that. Yeah. Mm. I still think it could have been done through a conversation with his dad instead. I think, to me, the other way to go about it without the conversation with his dad is that, like, you make the— The thing is, you make this more adult. And the thing is, an an adult audience watching it, if he the the brother Barley came by, he's like, I'm sorry. And he looks at his Barley and he realizes all that happened. He looks through the the lines and things. That's it. Because you were in, you're assuming and you're counting on the audience's intelligence. Yeah, that all that shit just happened. Yeah, but I'm still trying to do it kid way and assume that Barley yeah. is still stuck at the fountain. Yeah, it would be they sit, watch the sunset, and he talks to his dad, and through that he realizes like he's like, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna be okay though because I have Barley who, and then he kind of realizes his list, and that's mm-hmm. that could have been it. no flashbacks needed. I think that was that was the biggest part for me. And then the, that I was like, I want to live in these revelations yeah. more. But it yeah. was like, let's realize this. Let's go fight the dragon. Okay, the dragon's dead. And let's spend a lot more time on that dad moment. It's kind of which you needed. It's flip-flopping the yeah. ending. But I didn't feel like it or, earned that moment. Or mm. like more meaningful moment with the brother afterwards. Yeah. Also. Like, sure. Yeah. Some, I can see something that. Something where like I agree with you. Yeah. Like I wanted more of the, yeah. of the, I wanted it to be juicier. Yeah. But well, it, I didn't get. And you, for, you do what Stranger Things did. And you, they start playing a game. Yeah. yeah. For me, that that could have all been traced back to that. Yeah. The flashbacks. I just didn't need it. Yeah, no. that's a good point. I oh. I, I, I wish there was a more creative way to go ahead. Have it done. I have a couple. Well, do you have any more? Okay. Um, well, keeping it to two. It. Remember? Yeah, minor, minor two. Um, minor and, two. And and one. It's it's kind of uh, unorthodox, but you'll see. You'll see. Uh, essentially, I feel like there wasn't enough. Batman. Impressive. Batman. <laughs> no. Um, How do you? No, say I think there was a lot more opportunity for them to have a little bit more spectacle in the sense of like you can like wow us more like the Ravens Point thing. I feel like they could have done something like where it's a massive castle or something like um, that, like, like in Frozen Two when she goes into the uh, the little island thing yeah. and discovers like this giant ice castle. The idea that I that I thought would be really cool was like if it was like an underground crazy castle thing. And then, like, a Kim's comes up to the point, and the point breaches the surface, and it's the top of the fountain. Oh, and it's the, oh. I mean, like, like Hellboy too. Whoa. And like, th- I wanted a little bit more adventure and like villains, kind of in this kind of thing, an actual antagonist. And I kind of, and then I started thinking about the movie more. And this is both my qualms in one. And and I was in every day to work, I passed by the billboards, and that's pretty much all I saw for this movie. We talked about the budget. It's fairly low, I would say, for a Pixar movie. Yeah. 
And I think that's where my qualm sits. So it's not really a qualm on the movie. It's a qualm on the budget. It's qualm on that Disney I did not, like, I don't think they're putting a lot of money into Pixar anymore. They're putting more to Disney animation. Right. That, yeah. If that, that sounds like, you know, this might be a first piece of evidence of that because like they could have had a, like an app. Like I even searched the app store. There's not, there's no onward app. Hmm. Like they could have had a game where like you could be a wizard or like do spells. Like, my, like they could have done a lot more to get yeah. more people into this because some of the criticisms I read was about like like okay it wasn't like a bubbly character it wasn't color super colorful cast of characters like no one's gonna want this you know on their sh like no one's gonna you, want a shirt of a character so real quick like like, uh, like on that like our yeah. some of our initial reactions were I didn't know what to expect right could have been and solved with could have been solved that. that but you know it, it's a it's a it's a qualm for the movie as well because that would have then meant that the movie would have benefited from some of that you know, yeah. stuff like more of those like spectacle moments, like boss fights, things like that. Like, I think there was some, some more opportunity in there. And I know the movie isn't about that, but you know, you can, you can always write it around that yeah. where the characters need each other and stuff like that. It's, it's so, tough because you don't know how little or how much marketing is going to help. Cause if you look at the yeah. marketing campaign for the first frozen, yeah. there was not one. Well, it's like, a, it, I guess I mean, it's more of like a six cyclical thing. Like the, the content being marketable, yeah, would have made the marketing easier, and then the marketing would have helped the movie. Sure, so I, it's, but like, but again, Frozen was the largest uh, animated um, film of its time. Yeah, and there it had the same amount of marketing this did. So it, it 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 doesn't always you know a doesn't always you, equal b. You can't always tell, yeah. but I will yeah. say I think to that point, and I've talked about it too. Where it's like, I think sometimes the test audience stuff becomes that hindrance mm -hmm. because hmm. they see that it's not a hundred percent like what's not likable, the characters of this, da 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 And then they choose not to put more money into it. Mm -hmm. And that's I, also Which is, what happens. It's interesting because that, again, that means that the test audiences for Frozen were like, well, this isn't... Yeah. I mean... We don't put money into I this. Think and then it was a fucking hit. That's, mm -hmm. I think the same thing that happened to, to Lion King. Yeah. Because they were putting more money into another animated film and then Lion King's the one that blew it out. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. And so it's like, it's that's the kind of... You never thing. know. You never yeah. know, but it's kind of like, it kind of shows when you don't treat all of your children right. Yeah. And so it's like give them yeah. all the fair chance. So I, I just bring that up because it was it was the first one of the first times where it was very noticeable, like mm. the end yeah. product, both the movie and the billboard. Because I mean, I'll, I'll and I'll say this, and and you guys might disagree. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, I think Toy Story Four looked better I, than that's this did. What and I, I think this is yeah. a factual thing of saying. like you just have more money, so there's more particle effects, more atmospheric events, well, better okay. lighting. Well, onward. What's onward before this? Nothing. What's Toy Story before, yeah. before Toy Story Four? Oh, it's three films. Yeah. So like it's a multi-million dollar the, yeah, franchise. They're banking on uh, recognizability yeah, of the right. brand. So it's, yeah. So I mean, and this they, is a better and they story made a profit, than Toy Story you know? Four. But yeah, but sorry, you know, it didn't look as unfortunately, good. yeah, didn't look as pretty. And it, it just kind of breaks my heart a little bit, only because Pixar has made their name on originals. Like yeah. I feel like they're like yeah, the sequels do fine, but but really the things that blow people away are these incredible originals. original ideas that kind of. I, I've, Blow your mind. I've always had for the last like six or so seven years. I feel like years, they should be putting all their love, more, lo more of their love should be going, I feel like, into their originals than well, I don't, original content. They don't like, follow their rule they used to have. Yeah. Where it was like for every, I think it was like for every sequel they for did three originals, three originals two originals, something like, something like that. that. Yeah. And they don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Now it's the opposite. It's like every three sequels yeah. will get one original in there. Shout out to Bob Iger. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's also like an interesting thing. I've more like I've, Bob Biger. I've always, he's I've always, out of here. I've always said that where it's like a, a Disney, like, or a DreamWorks original is like sometimes as good as a Pixar yeah. Uh, sequel. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's kind of like a really rough thing to and say. And I get that. It's like the Underground Castle, they didn't have the budget to hire more artists and more. And it's like, Set I get it. the people that were there, 
the, but what we got knocked out of the park. What we got great. was incredible. Like yeah. for for the budget for you know that studio has a has a legacy for a reason. Yeah. Like they they delivered. Um, Boom quams, Tom. Yeah. So I mean, I want to kind of preface this real DJ quick. DJ Qualms. Um, I so does anyone know how the story of the film got created? No, no. no. So Dan Scanlon, the writer director, um, this this happened to him. What? So he he was a and, wizard. Elf? Yeah. Him and his brother never met their father. Oh. And um, they had a tape, and this is what I watched from the Jimmy Kimmel, and it fucking fucked me up, but also helped me now. Um, <laughs> and they had a tape, and the only thing on the tape was hello and goodbye from their dad. And uh, he had made the film for his brother without his brother ever knowing what the film was about. And so to me, those kind of things are oh, so oh my God. much more important. Let me change than, my rating real quick. <laughs> yeah, and so having that kind of prior knowledge and knowing where Dan Scanlon came from, like he came from Monsters University. And mm-hmm. to me, like I don't think of Monsters University as one of Disney's greatest films of all time. It's a fun mm-hmm. film. Um, but coming from a story that's really personal to him, I like I vie for this film so much more. And like I said, like this has so much more heart than I think a lot of other films did. Um, but that being said, like, that's where I think the marketing comes in hand because this is a director film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why it sounds like he has a it's not to a them. director. It's not a film by committee. It's a director. It's a film by a director. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the strongest points of it is in that sense. Um, yeah. A lot of the weakest points of the film, I think, are because of um, not. I think the trailer kind of hindered it because again I was beat for beat I knew exactly what was going to happen and the moment like he said like Barley said I never got to say goodbye he's like well I know the ending's changed now because that's going to happen mm-hmm. like thanks for telling me exactly how this is going to end mm-hmm. and like that yeah. happened every single time and to me I was like I could tap every single moment I was like this is going to happen this is going to happen this is going to happen she's going to be she's going to say I am a warrior I'm like I fuck it's like it's it was to the point where like it not it didn't like hate I didn't hate it but I was just like it was almost like, why were we so conformed to this thing when we, I know what you wanted to do with the story. Hmm. Um, And I think that I would say like, it is like a byproduct of the formula, um, which has now shown maybe some chinks in the metal, in the armor. Um, And I think my, also another, my last qualm and other other qualm is going to be that um, I think inclusion of guest stars kills the budget. Mm. Oh, like, like Tracy Ullman, uh, like Ollie Wong, probably. Yeah, and th- I mean, in sad fact, like Ollie Wong or Lena Waithe's character, like I don't know if you guys know this, destroyed the film overseas Whoa. because certain countries don't want to see lesbians. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that mm. whole thing. And so, like, that's also why it's like they must un- have hated Paranorman. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so like the f- <laughs> the film is quote unquote underperforming at this point that yeah. to Disney's standard. Um, like it only pulled forty million for a weekend. Only pulled forty million. Versus where I think projected they wanted a hundred million. Because yeah. <gasps> that's their bar of successes. Oh my and god. And so to that, it feels hard. And like that film doesn't feel like an event film. Like that's what they've been doing for the last fifteen years: make event films. So now, if they didn't put anything less, you feel less impacted. Wow. But then this is a more important story than any of those event films are. Yeah. And yeah. that's the troubling thing about the way the film industry is becoming. Huh. Um. And so like that's why I'm like. I have those qualms, but like I f- like almost it's, they don't matter because it, it's I, not really this film specifically. It's a broader yeah, thing. and it's not yeah. the fault of the creators of the film, and hmm. that's what hurts me the most. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Cool. Wow. Nice. So rating is that all of them? Yeah, that's all of them. All right. So I'm first. You are first. Uh, for me, this is a four point one. Four point one. Yeah, I really enjoyed this this film. It had a lot of things uh I needed in it. Hit a lot of marks for me. Um, the the pacing at the end 
did take me out of a little bit of the emotional state of it, unfortunately. I think it would have been like a 4.5-ish, 4.6, if that little change. And it's a lot It's a lot of points to take off, but... Uh, makes a big difference. It, it, it's, that, it's the, the it's whole the ending, the, the climax, uh, including the dragon, <laughs> dragon fight, uh, was over too quickly. Where have I heard that before? Um, With me. So, uh, yeah, but I, I, again, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of emotional uh, moments in this that, that hit me really hard. Um, and so, yeah, four, did you cry? Four point one. Nope. Oh. I have trouble crying in movies because the plastic eyes. I don't know. Yeah, it's the plastic <laughs> eyes. Actually, Homer Bound fucked me up recently. Oh, yeah, that was right. it. You're right. Oh, if, what, an orange cat? No, no it's, it's not an orange animals cat. It's, it's trying like to find a way retriever. Home. And, oh, um, I'm thinking of a. Uh, oh, what is Milo it? Milo and Otis. Milo and Otis. <gasps> that fucks me up. Yeah. <laughs> there I we love go. Milo but, uh, and Otis. No, so, uh, but yeah, I have four point one. Okay. Okay. All right, duke it out. Four point seven. Mm. Wow, well, easy, done. All right, all right, next. Ali, four point six. Oh wow, yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> let's uh, go. Okay, let's do four point eight. Let's go. Four point six. Oh, four point six. There, I, and I will say, I feel like if I watch it a couple more times, my score would be higher. <laughs> okay. Because wow. I want to watch it more times. That I just have some weird feels about it that I haven't fully processed yet, and I feel like if I watched it a couple more times, I would enjoy it more. I will be buying this movie. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tom. So will I. That puts it in a four. What? Four. Oh, yeah. so I am the grump by, wow. one, by point one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, me, and the nerd on nation, nerd on nation, got it completely right. It. So got let me shout out all six votes here. <laughs> Uh, so we have Dana P, Andy N, Jackie, Brock P, Justin, and Nikhil. Ooh, Thank Nikhil. you all for voting uh, for Tom. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah. I how, mean, does it, how does it feel to be the grump? Uh, you know, I, I think... Out of four, that's a pretty four, how does it high feel to be grump. grump. Thank you, everyone, that I had to step I, over. I would like to thank everybody and for getting I, to this moment. It was kind of like people were standing in a pool, and I just kicked them down like bobs of uh, apples and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Currently now wow. underneath all the weight of my glory. Yeah. Okay, um, great. It feels great. Cool. It was wonderful. Uh, You're a warrior. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the image of that was just like, wow, there's so much pain. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you thought of Onward. Let us know who you thought would be the grump. And uh, yeah, stop by wherever you listen. Uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're everywhere. Please stop by, uh, give us a rate, a review, all that good stuff. And slip and slide into those DMs. Pain brought to you by Tom. <laughs> it can confirm. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're new to uh, NerdOn, do check out our website, nerdon.tv. Uh, but yes. That is it. You know the drill. As always, Nerd Onward! Ending Broadcast.